I'm Desiree, and this is the first episode of The W with me. We're at the All-Star break, so we're just going to do a cute little mid-season recap discussion moment, and we're also going to talk about All-Star and my predictions for that. But it's only right that we start out with the team that has been on everyone's mind from the chaos they've been causing, the Phoenix Mercury. The Skylar Diggins-Smith disrespect going on right now, I don't know what's happening, but I am not here for it. I'm sure by now we've all heard Vanessa Nygaard's comments on the All-Star game saying that it's not actually an All-Star game because Diana Trossi isn't playing, despite the fact that her own starting guard, who's been incredible all season and is carrying the team, is in that game. So just diminishing her accomplishment and everything she's been doing, and so Skylar called her a clown on Twitter, as she should. That is a new core memory for me. I will never forget it. I can't believe she did that, but I love that she did it. And since then, it has been revealed that the Mercury have explored trading Skylar, and Girls Talk Sports TV posted about that on Instagram, and in the comments, Melissa Smith said, we'll take her, and Natasha Cloud said, y'all out your minds. And I have to agree, because why, as a Mercury, are you looking to get rid of your best player instead of Nygaard? She made those comments about Skylar. She then proceeded to say that Diana is apparently amazing on defense. And in the Mercury's game against the Sparks, they, I believe they needed a three to either tie it or win it. I don't know which one it was. I'm so sorry. But DT that game was four of 14 and she was one of 10 from three. And Vanessa had her take the three. And they obviously lost that game. But why would you do that? Why would you not have Skylar take it? She was 2 of 4 from 3 and 7 of 15 throughout the game. She was leading the team in scoring, as she's done for most of the season. And it just did not make any sense. So I think the general consensus for everyone is that they want Nygaard out during the All-Star break. We'll see if that happens. We'll see if a Skylar trade happens. But I would not be mad at a trade because I love chaos and I've been pushing for Skylar to LA. Um, I just, I want it so bad. I think they could really use her. I think she could use a team that values her. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun. She'd make them a contender. I think... If you guys have seen Skylar's outfits this season, oh my god, they've been incredible and LA would just be such a good place for her to be the star that she is. And even if it's not there, I don't know, a trade would just be fun and chaotic and anywhere that would value her um, and where she'd be happy, I would love to see it. But we'll see what happens, if anything happens, over this break with either Coach or Skylar. Um, yeah, we'll see. But moving on to the Las Vegas Aces, my beloveds. They started off the season so 
good. And since then, they've lost four of their last six. So kind of going through a little bit of a flop era. Um, one of the concerns from the beginning of the season was their bench and their depth. But in their last game against the Liberty, even though it was a loss, their bench scored 24 points. And that is a huge improvement from what had been going on earlier in the season. There were a bunch of games where there was zero bench points or it was like two. But a lot of that can a lot of the improvement there can be credited to Eliana Rupert, who is the newest addition. She came over from France and I love her so far. I'm about to turn into a full on repair enthusiast she's made an impact every time she goes out there and it has been so fun to watch she had 13 i believe in that game against the liberty which was leading the bench um she's averaging 6.50 points and three rebounds and she has a true shooting percentage of 67.52 so she has been amazing i think she's what the aces needed she's a great fit and i cannot wait to keep watching her and also on the bench now is raquana williams who missed a bunch of the season due to injury she's been back um so i think once she starts getting back into it both of them will be great additions and i think the bench will come into form a little bit more um and in that loss against the Liberty, the Aces scored over 100 points. That is enough points to win a game if you play defense. But they just did not. They let the Liberty score over 100 for the first time this season. And the Liberty coach, Sandy Brondello, actually commented on that post game. She said, um, we haven't scored 100 points all season long. We're happy to get over 80 most days. But with the way Vegas plays, we knew we'd have some opportunities to put points on the board. She dragged us and we deserve it. But you cannot have another coach saying that about your team and Becky Hammond knows that she said post game that defense was the story of the game um and they were playing really good defense to start the season so I think with the new bench additions and if after this break they can lock back in on defense I think they should be good not too worried yet um, rather get these losses now than later. I just hope they actually make the improvements that they need to make. Um, yeah, and while we're on the topic of the Aces, I'm just going to say Asia Wilson, my MVP candidate. Um, I think we all expect this from me. I love her. But she is the anchor of this team, and that's what Becky Hammond always says. The team is not the same in the slightest without her. Even if she's having a bad scoring night, she's playing defense. Um, she's averaging 18.50 points and 10 rebounds. She's gotten multiple player of the weeks, and she's been incredible. And so she's definitely in the MVP conversation, and she's my number one. MVP pick right now but moving on to the Liberty 
They are one of the teams that I don't think I've really gotten to see this season up until their game against the Aces. I don't know what happened. I think throughout all their games, I've just been more focused on their opponent. But Hanshu, oh my god, I have been missing out and I am joining the stand club. I've seen a lot about her on Twitter. First time I've gotten to really see her and against the Aces, she had 24 points on 11 of 12 shooting, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 0 turnovers, and it was so fun to watch. It was amazing, so I will definitely be keeping my eye on her for the rest of the season. And another player from the Liberty who I will be keeping my eye on is Sabrina Unescu. To start her career in the W, it was a little bit rocky. People had some things to say, but she's been having a really good season. She's an all-star this year, and against the Liberty, I mean, not against the Liberty, against the Aces, she got her third career triple-double, which ties Candace Parker for most in WNBA history, and it's only her third season. And she did it with zero turnovers. And it was the first 30-point triple-double in WNBA history. So that was really impressive. It was really fun to watch. And she is another player who I will be keeping my eye on. Because tying Candace Parker in your third season, what the heck? Um... But yeah, and then going on to the Sparks, I feel like they've turned a corner and we'd love to see it. They started out the season really rough and then they had the coaching change from Derek Fisher to Fred Williams for this season. And they had won three in a row up until last night's game in Seattle, which I actually could not watch, so I don't know what happened, but they lost by 30. So, yeah, I don't know what went on there, but the games that I had seen before that, they looked a lot better than they were to start the season, even in, they lost to the Aces, but that was one of the games that was really competitive, and it was close, and you could tell that even with the loss, they were looking a lot better. And I think we have to give a lot of credit to Lexi Brown and Katie Lou Samuelson. It is both of their first years with the Sparks, and they've been so good, and I've loved seeing it. They're playing some of the best basketball of their careers. Lexi is averaging, what is she averaging? 7.62 points, which is up from 1.65 last season. She's also 45.88% from three, which is third in the league. And her and Katie Lou are both top three for efficiency from three. Yeah, they're both top three in three-point efficiency. So I was super disappointed not to see them in the three-point contest for All-Star. But it seems like the league just didn't want to fly people out. But they would have been so great to see. But either way, for the Sparks, they've been amazing. 
I've enjoyed it so much. And of course, we have to give so much credit to Neka Ogumake, the heart of the team. They would not be where they are without her. She's averaging 18.36 points and has a true shooting percentage of 62.61. And with this kind of streak of the Sparks being a little bit better, not including the Seattle game, I've seen her name popping up in MVP conversations more, which I think she deserves. I don't think she'll win it. I think Asia Wilson, Brianna Stewart, Candace Parker, they're above her. But her name deserves to be in the conversation. And she's just been so great. Also, on the Sparks, I almost forgot. Kennedy Carter. I was so excited to see her go to LA. Hollywood, playing in Hollywood. I mean, iconic. And she is so talented. And we didn't really get to see a lot of that last season because she was suspended for so much of it. And so she came to LA and she has not been getting the minutes that I would like her to get. Some games she has been getting good minutes and then other games she'll play like two or nothing. And she's out with injury right now. But when she comes back, Fred Williams, please play her more. She is a game changer. And I think they're a lot better with her. And Jordan Canada, their other guard, I love her so much, but she's been struggling. So play Kennedy, please, for me. Um, and yeah, moving on to the Minnesota Lynx. They are another team who started out really rough, but they've been doing a lot better. They've won five of their last seven, and they beat the Aces and the Sky back-to-back. The two num- the- whoa, okay. The top two teams in the league, they beat back-to-back. They beat the Aces by 30, and in that game, Ariel Powers had a career high of 32 points. And this week, she got her first player of the week. So I love that for her and I love that for Sylvia Fowles because this is her last year. She's an absolute legend and she did not deserve to go out with that season that the Lynx were starting out with. So I hope they keep getting these wins for her. She deserves it. And Nafisa Collier, she's been out with pregnancy. She had her baby. Congrats to her. And she said, I think from the beginning, that it's her goal to still come back this season to play with Syl one last time. And I hope it happens because that's so cute. And I just, I need it. Um, so definitely we'll be keeping an eye out for that. And they obviously get a lot better with Fee's return. Don't know how good she'll be coming back from that immediately. But it would be great to see her back with them for Phil's last season. And the Atlanta Dream, Ryan Howard. She's won both Rookie of the Month awards so far. And she's an all-star in her rookie year. Who else is doing it like her? Absolutely no one. She's averaging um, 15.33 points. 
She's been so great for them. And the dream in general have been so much fun this season. Definitely a lot more fun than they were last season. The new coach, Tanisha Wright, has been incredible. I think she's done an amazing job. Ryan has obviously been huge for them. Cheyenne Parker has been amazing. And one of the highlights of this season for me has been seeing AD playing in Atlanta in their hometown. Um, they, in their first few games with New York this season, they had only been in single digits and then Going over to Atlanta, they got a career high. They've been in double digits quite a lot. And whether they're scoring or not, just seeing them back out on the court is so incredible. And I'm forever rooting for them. So thank you to Atlanta for giving them that chance. And they've just been so good. And we love to see it. And back to Ryan, because... I think in the beginning of the season, it was, my opinion on it was she's rookie of the year for sure. And I think that was most people maybe, but I've been seeing Shakira Austin popping up a lot more lately and people saying that it's competitive between her and Ryan for rookie of the year. And I don't know what my opinion on rookie of the year is. I cannot decide, but I do know that I have loved Shakira so much. She has been a great fit for the Mystics. She, I love players who I know are going to bring the energy and the effort all the time. And she is that player. Her confidence is amazing. It's so fun to watch her. Her defense, I love good defense. And uh, I love her so much. She has been averaging 8.65 points and 4.91 rebounds. And I think she's a perfect fit for the Mystics. So... I don't know who I have winning Rookie of the Year. That is too much for me. Give it to both of them. But let me know your thoughts on that. I think maybe Ryan has it, even though Shakira's been amazing. I think she still has it. But I don't know. I love both of them. And on the topic of the Mystics, you know I'm going to spread my Natasha Cloud propaganda every chance I get. And she is leading the league in assists this season. She has been so good too. Every year, I think she's gotten better. Her defense is always amazing. And I wanted to see her in All-Star so bad. I wanted it so bad and I know she wanted it. So I'm disappointed in that, but Either way, she's been incredible for the Mystics, as well as EDD. It has been so amazing seeing her back. Oh my god. Every game that she has played, she's been amazing. She just got, I believe, a season high in their last game of 26 points. Um, and like the Mystics coach said, her even not at her best is a lot better than a lot of people's best so she's been so good um i think the mystics record lately has not been the best 
but they're still one of the top contenders and I'm I'm excited to keep watching them. But on oh on the topic of rookies, Indiana Fever, we know they are a team full of rookies and they're in rebuild mode. Their record not the greatest, but they are way more fun to watch than they were last season. Nalissa Smith, number two pick, has been amazing. Um, and as I mentioned, I love energy players. I love players who are going to bring the effort. And so I love Emily Angsler. I know her scoring needs work, but she's so fun to watch to me. Um, and Destiny Henderson, that's my girl from South Carolina. I would like to see her get more minutes. Um, but yeah, Indy's been super fun to watch, even when they're losing. And I'm excited to see them grow and see how they evolve over the next couple years. Um, and... As we transition into All-Star, let's talk about Chicago because Candace Parker, Candace Parker, oh my god, she said that this could be her last season and I desperately need that to not be true. She's been amazing. She's had two triple-doubles this season and with her previous triple-double, triple-double that ties her for most in WNBA history and I feel like she's always on triple double watch um and she's just been so great in the MVP he oh my god in the MVP conversation as I've said um and Chicago is also just so well balanced best bench in the league they have Azurae Stevens Rebecca Gardner Dana Evans it's just so unfair um, but they have a good chance to repeat, and if it is Candace's last year, her going out with another championship would be very fun, but hopefully it's not her last year. I am praying. Um, but yeah, now to talk about All-Star, we have the three-point contest. It took forever for them to announce who was playing. But we have Arike Gumbuale, Kelsey Plum, Ryan Howard, Jewel Lloyd, Ali Quigley, and Ariel Atkins. And I have Kelsey taking it. She leads the league in three-pointers this season. And Ali Quigley, three-time reigning champ, she'll always be a legend in the three-point contest. But I want a new winner. And... I want Kelsey, and I think she has the best chance of making it happen. So that's my prediction for that. And the skills challenge, I'm really excited about this. This will be the first time I'm watching a skills challenge, so I'm super excited. The players in that are Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, Azari Stevens, Melissa Smith, Ryan Howard, Sabrina Ionescu, John Quill Jones, and Courtney Vandersloot. And I think my picks, I refuse to pick between, oh my god, I refuse to pick between both of these, but Jackie Young and 
as Ray Stevens, rooting for both of them, and I think they both have a good chance. But it'd also be really fun. I would love to see one of the rookies win one of these, so Ryan or Nalissa. But I think I'm sticking with Jackie and Azure. And then for the All-Star Game, we have Team Wilson and Team Stewart. On Team Wilson, we have Ariel Atkins, Sylvia Fowles, Derrica Hamby, Natasha Howard, Ryan Howard, Sabrina Ionescu, Brianna Jones, Candace Parker, Kelsey Plum, Courtney Vandersloot, and of course, Asia Wilson. And then for Team Stewart, we have Sue Bird, Kalia Copper, Skylar Diggins-Smith, Jonquil Jones, Jewel Lloyd, Emma Misaman, Arike Ogumbuale, Neka Ogumake, Brianna Stewart, Alyssa Thomas, and Jackie Young. Both really good teams. I think they both did a great job, and I loved the All-Star Selection show. It was so fun. They gave it its own show, got to see Asia and Stewie's personalities, got to hear the banter, and I did not know that you could trade co-captains i don't know if anyone knew that but stewie requested the trade so she would get sue and asia would get sill asia accepted and i love it i love the duo of asia and sill they love each other and i'm really excited to see them as co-captains and then obviously stewie and sue love each other they play on the storm together so i think it's super fun and for this year's all-star game there's some new rules i don't know rules i don't know but they added a four point shot the shot clock will now be 20 seconds and there will be automatic points for free throws unless it's in the final two minutes of the fourth quarter or in overtime and i as i said before i love chaos so i love this Anything you can do to make it more fun and chaotic, I'm here for it. So I'm excited to see that. And I think my pick to win it is Team Wilson. But if Team Stewart does win, I need Skylar to get an all-star MVP. I need it. And whether they win or not, I need her to go off. Because of the season she's had, because of the disrespect that i talked about that i need it and for team wilson obviously i'd love to see asia as the mvp if they win or candace parker yeah so those are my picks for that and yeah we will see how my takes age hopefully they age well we will see how this season progresses. There's never a boring moment in this league. Never, ever. So I'm excited. Um, follow Palace Sports on everything, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat. Let me know what you think about this episode. I'll be back with more. I will get better, I promise. And yeah, bye. <laughs> Thank you.